Hey everyone, Chris here. Stay to the end of the show to hear about an awesome promotion and giveaway we're going to do. It's only going to require you to give me a few email addresses and uh, we'll get some more interviews out of it and get some more information out there. On to the show. You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Welcome to Profiles in CRM, episode 40. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles in CRM asks CRM professionals eight simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education. Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. All right, here's the first question. What is your name and who do you work for? Uh, my name is Carla Osh and I work for a consulting company uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. And how long have you been working in CRM? Uh, I've been working in CRM for, uh, I think, in nine years in April, but uh, in archaeology for about 10 years now. So. Okay, nice. And what is the position you usually have in CRM, and what is the highest position you've ever held? And I mean, like, you know, field tech, crew chief, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I started out as, as a lab tech and, um, and while I was still in undergrad. And I was a field tech for a little while, but that didn't last too long because I mostly stayed in the lab. But right now I'm, uh, I'm a lab director and I've been doing that for about six or seven years now. So, so that's pretty much my, my main title is just, the, is just the laboratory director. Okay. Okay. And where have you worked, uh, where have you worked in this country? Uh, let's see. Um, I've done field work in, in Alabama and Georgia, Mississippi, Tennessee, Arkansas, pretty much all around the southeast. But uh, I've handled collections of artifacts from all of those states, um, plus a few more, including like Florida, North Carolina, Oklahoma. So I've, so pretty much a lot of the, the southeast and mid-south, I've, I'm at least familiar with, with the way things work in all those states. Okay, cool. All right, well, those were sort of the setup questions, and now we get into the uh, slightly more interesting questions. All right, so what's the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? And this can be personal or professional or anything you want. Let's see, the best thing... Um, if I would have to be really cheesy, I mean, of course, you know, the people that you meet in archaeology, uh, it's definitely like a tightly knit community, and it's easy to to um, become acquainted with people who have similar interests to you and you know you can discuss you can have uh be like oh well my my field school is like this and you know other people can't understand things like that so definitely definitely a tight-knit group of friends from from that sort of thing um but i also would also say one other good thing about crm to me was kind of an appreciation for like local history because when I think about, you know, the things that I learned in, in high school or middle school and stuff like that, you know, they don't really focus too much on like, well, here's what happened in your own community. And these are, these are, these are um, this is actually like related to your life right now. But um, so I think a lot of that too, you know, just learning about, well, on, on this site, you know, these people were here. So it's like, wow, you know, you don't learn about what happened in your own small town. So I think that's, that's one of the good things about it, you know, other than, other than the people, the people are okay, but the history is cool. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. Uh, so what is the biggest thing that you would change that would make being a CRM archeologist better? Hmm. There's lots of things I feel like could change, but, uh, <laughs> um, pay would be nice, but, um, right. Uh, I, I have a lot of issues with consistency in CRM. I think it's not necessarily, I mean, but I don't, but a lot of times I think it's kind of like at, at a different level than what companies are at. I think it's just because I deal with a lot of different states. So it's hard to 
kind of rationalize, well, for this state, we have to do this. And for this state, you have to do this. And it seems like that could be a little bit easier. But I also sort of think that education could be a little different, especially when, you know, you're looking at undergrad and in your graduate school programs, because a lot of time I, I can't really imagine a lot of stuff that I learned in undergrad that I've been able to carry over as easily into an actual profession. You know, you learn cultures and all that good stuff that's important in anthropology, but, you know, it doesn't tell me how to go do research at like the Capitol and how to, you know, how to find like deeds for things and all that sort of information that, you know, you, you kind of need like when you're doing research for things or, uh, or even how to identify certain artifacts. It's just, I mean, I only say artifacts because that's what I focus on, but, <laughs> right. but, but yeah, I mean, it would be cool if there was like a, like a, a better, more comprehensive, like education, especially when it comes to CRM, because mm-hmm. especially because so many archaeologists work in CRM. So, right. Yeah, most archaeologists in the country work in CRM, so there you go. Exactly. So you'd think it would be like people, they would want to prepare more people for that, but uh, I guess that's a a slow process. It's got to eventually take hold. Yeah. You know, and I can see a problem, too, where, you know, even schools with CRM programs, they might be teaching them from, say, a state or even maybe regional perspective, but Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't stay in that region. I mean, just the nature of CRM, you're going to travel around the country and then you're instantly going to move outside of what you just learned and learn exactly. something completely different. So, yeah, that would, that would also help with, with the consistency. People need yeah. to have a better under, like it would be better if everybody kind of did at least sort of the same thing, but that's, you know, a completely different argument and something that I don't think would ever be figured out. So, right. Right. Okay. All right. So what is your career goal in CRM? My career goal. Yeah, it's the uh, where do you see yourself in twenty years question. <laughs> years. Um, hopefully, hopefully not. I don't know. Let's see. Hopefully not the wa- washing uh, melted glass. <laughs> I that's not, not going to be what it is. Nice. Um, but, but no, but I mean, I, I enjoy. I know I enjoy working with collections and stuff. That's why I've pretty much stayed um, in kind of a lab setting for for so many years now. Um, I, I don't find it as monotonous as, as I think a lot of other people do. So I wouldn't mind something where, you know, I would be in charge of, of managing collections like in a, in a facility or being a curator somewhere or doing something along the lines, something similar to what I'm still doing because, you know, I, I get to see a lot of stuff. So without, you know, the hassle of the travel and all of that, but it's also without the benefits of the travel because I don't get to see other places. But I also, you know, am fairly stationary and still, you know, but I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, doing something that's still related to handling collections. So whether it's in a museum, archaeology, whatever. So cool. All right. Last question. If you could give an undergrad thinking about CRM one piece of advice, what would that be? Uh, thinking about CRM. I would tell them, I would tell them to, to, to go out there and try it because to me, like some of the best experiences I've gotten in archeology span have been in, uh, in CRM and which is not to say, you know, I didn't have good experience in, in grad school, in grad school so far and in, uh, undergrad, but I think you learn a lot of how, like kind of the real world is in CRM. And so I would say, I would say just to, you know, if you have a free summer, you know, get on shovel bums, uh, find, find a job that's, you know, a few months long or look into local companies. Cause I mean, I'm always interested in hiring undergrads. I got my first job as an undergrad, like working in a lab. So 
I'm always interested in helping, you know, facilitate people in that way and, you know, find out if this, if it's really what you want to do, because you really don't know until you actually get out there and do it. So I think that's the most important thing to understand about it. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the Archaeology Podcast Network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page, you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. Interviews take less than 30 minutes and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the field. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Okay, I'm back. And as I mentioned before, we've got a special promotion. So DigTech ended up with a couple extra iPads, some of the brand new ones, the iPad Mini 4s. And I want to give one of them away. And I also need interviews for profiles in CRM. I've somewhat tapped out all the people that are close to me and that I know, and I need more interviews. So I'm going to put the call out and say, send me some names. But first, what are you going to win? So it's an iPad Mini 4. Those just came out about two weeks ago. 16 gigabytes, uh, space gray, AT&T cellular enabled. You you don't need a data plan, but it it can take one through AT&T. And the reason I have that is because that gives you the GPS antenna, and I use that all the time. So the GPS antenna works without the data plan. So how do you get an entry? Well, you get an entry by doing an interview. Uh, Send me your name, send me your contact info, and we'll do an interview. When the interview is recorded, your entry goes in the thing, uh, goes on the list. Uh, Let's see. You can also get an entry if you were a previous interviewee and you send me a name. So if the person contacts me, say, hey, I was recommended by this person, and you as a previous interviewee will also get an entry. So... Um, if you come on as a new person and recommend somebody, that's two entries and you'll get an entry for each person you recommend if you were interviewed prior. So, and international is okay as well. I would love to have some international CRM folks out there. All right. So this promotion runs from October 1st to December 15th. At that point, I will pick a winner. Here's another catch though. I want 40 interviews before we pick an, pick a winner. I don't want to have two people get interviewed and then have to choose between them because the goal is to get interviews here. So I want you guys to send me some names and we'll get this going. All right. Good luck to everybody. And I'll keep you informed as to how many we're up to. All right.